On this episode of Josh, a podcast, I wax nostalgic over the NES, I go back to OG Josh Plays a Guitar, and I once again have some Ask Josh questions to answer. Kick it, Vivaldi! And welcome to episode Cinco of Josh A Podcast. Tonight we're recording from the bitterly cold Rainbow Retail Studios. I decided not to turn on the heater tonight so that it didn't, you know, drown out the talking that I do. Um, I hope that everyone has had an outstanding week. My in-laws got in on Friday night from northeastern England. They live up near Newcastle. Um, so they're here visiting for a few weeks, and I also bought my first ever Pokemon game. I've actually played uh, some Pokemon games. I just started recently over the last year, uh, but I've been playing them through emulation. Uh, so this was my first ever purchase of a Pokemon game, and I've been having fun with it. Um, likewise, I hope everybody was able to stay warm this past week as it was unseasonably cold. Uh, but anywho, let's talk about the NES. As you probably know, I was born during the Raging Disco era of the 70s, uh, but my heart is that of an 80s kid. In fact, my favorite genre of music is probably 80s alternative and new wave. Uh, but for that's, that's for another podcast. Uh, we're here to talk about video games. I was fortunate enough to receive an Atari 2600 from Santa around 1983, and that was fun. Uh, Pitfall 2, I played some combat with my dad, uh, Space Invaders, but the NES was the next step, and boy, was it a big one. My first experience with the system was renting it from the local video store in St. Paul a few times before I was finally able to get it for myself sometime, I think, in 1988, probably for Christmas. Um, To this day, I still play the NES through emulation on both my PC and my phone. Um, So I wanted to go ahead and give a top five list of my favorite games, as well as a list of my top five most overrated games. So let's jump right in with number five. And number five will be Super Dodgeball. Released in 1989 and developed by Technos, Super Dodgeball is, well, Dodgeball. You control a team of six and then challenge other teams from across the world uh, that progressively get harder as you move on. It's great fun, hilarious gameplay, um, and it's got lots of replayability. I still play it pretty often. Um, There's some flickering issues, and the game isn't that challenging, but it's still a very solid recommendation. Number four would be Casino Kid, also released in 1989 by Sawfell. Uh, Casino Kid is a casino role-playing type game where you start off with a small amount of money and you go against the world's toughest gamblers one at a time, taking all their money when you win. You either play a five-card draw poker or you play my favorite in real life, Blackjack. Um, And you just go one-on-one with each individual. Uh, Once you beat them, you get all their money and you move on to the next one. Also, in between matches, you can wander around the casino talking to NPCs, almost like in an RPG type game. This is a solid poker and blackjack game. If I feel like playing blackjack, 
I'll just fill, I'll just load up this game and, and play it. Number three, Shadowgate by Icom Simulations. Released for the NES in, you guessed it, 1989, Shadowgate is a point-and-click adventure game that was ported over from the Mac. You must move through the rooms of Castle Shadowgate, solving puzzles as you go along. There will be death. Lots of death. Uh, but this is a solid, solid port and a fantastic game. Icon also made a game called Deja Vu and Uninvited. All those were Mac games as well that they ported over. It was also the first game that I owned and beat all on my own. Uh, that brings us to number two, which is Rollerball by HAL Laboratories, the future creators of Kirby. Released in February of 1990, it just missed the 1989 date. This is not based on the 1975 roller skating film. It's pinball, baby. I have fond memories of playing this with my dad, one of the rare games that I remember him playing on the NES. It's a solid, solid pinball game. There are four levels on the table, um, and it's based on like a New York City skyscraper. So you go higher up the size skyscraper, the farther you go up. If you like pinball, I highly recommend this game. And that leaves us just one. Uh, but first, I want to mention some honorable mentions. Uh, River City Ransom is a fighting slash role-playing game from the creators of Super Dodgeball. Uh, Tetris, of course. Uh, Maniac Mansion was the uh, game that started the LucasArts franchise, Bubble Bobble, and Paperboy. Also, I want to reveal my number one NES game, but before I do that, let's go over my top five overrated NES games. Number five, Metroid. You're going to see a pattern here, ladies and gentlemen. I just never enjoyed this game. The few times I played it, perhaps it was too hard, but Metroid just is not for me. Number four, Contra. The game was way too hard, and I'm just not a fan of the side-scrolling shoot-em-ups. Number three, Mega Man. It's a decent game, but again, these action platformers just were never my favorite. I guess I liked a little bit of a slower pace when playing my games. Uh, number two, Kirby's Adventure. Honestly, I don't think I've ever played a Kirby game. Uh, by the time the game came out, I was already playing the Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo. I guess I can't really make it an overrated game, but I just I never had a desire to play it. And number one, you probably thought this made my number one favorite list, but I cannot stand the Super Mario Brothers franchise. If anything, I'm going to play two. But that's not even a real Super Mario Brothers game. It was called Doki Doki Panic in Japan, but the U.S. needed a Mario Brothers 2 game because Super Mario Brothers was so popular. So they picked Doki Doki Panic, replaced the sprites with Mario characters, and shipped it on over. Um, just platformers are no bueno to me, and Super Mario Brothers just isn't it. So that leaves my number one favorite NES game of all time, and it's still one I play today. I played it just the other day. In fact, I've even created my own ROM hacks for this game using a lot of rudimentary programming skills and hex editing. This game is my favorite of the entire genre of those games. You've got American Dreams. You've got Lovely Ladies. You've got Ghastly Monsters. You've got the SNK Crushers. We're talking about... SNK's 1989, damn, 1989 was a good year. 1989 baseball hit, 
Baseball Stars. This was the first game where you could create your own team, rename the players, have a full season with stats, trade players. The gameplay is really good for a baseball game, especially on the NES. For 1989, this is Chef's Kiss. To me, this is the best baseball game that was ever made and is 33 years old. There you have it. I'd love to hear your take on what your favorite games are, as well as maybe some games you think are overrated. Leave some comments on my Facebook page or Twitter, and I might even read some next week. But before we go on, let's hear a word from our sponsor, Rainbow Retail. Are you tired of paying full retail prices on commonly used items such as clothing, medicine, towels, trinkets, and doodads? Are you still looking for some holiday toys for those young ones in your life? Of course you are! That's where Rainbow Retail comes in. Let the fine folks at Rainbow Retail bring you a bevy of items at a highly discounted rate. They have a Facebook Live sale on most Wednesday and Saturdays where Allie invites you into her home and for some fun shopping. There are also items posted on their Facebook wall. You never know what Rainbow Retail will have the next day for you to buy. Check out Rainbow Retail on Facebook and be sure to like and subscribe. You do not want to miss out on all the amazing things that they bring you from week to week, nor do you want to miss spending a couple hours with what many call the most fun and enjoyable show around. That's Rainbow Retail on Facebook. Again, thank you to Rainbow Retail. Please check them out if you haven't already done so. She is awesome at what she does. So, last week I changed some things up with my guitar segment, and the response was less than stellar. So, this week, it's back to what made me a raging success across the internet. It is time for... As in dog. Alright, now it is time to transition over to some listener questions. That's right, it's time for Ask Josh. Ask Josh. Ram. At Unkram on Twitter, that's U-N-K-R-A-M, wants to know, Would Thanksgiving be better if my mom's lasagna was served instead of turkey? Ram, I'm sure your mom makes a lovely lasagna. The problem is twofold, though. A, Thanksgiving is about turkey. Now, over the years, I have started to eat ham. Over the years, I've started to eat ham as well, since my wife does not like turkey. But I want the bird, damn it. And number two, I don't like lasagna. Now, I'm sure there would be plenty of mashed potatoes, corn, stuffing, cranberry jelly, I'm hungry, rolls for me to feast on. But I'm going to have to say no on the lasagna, Ram. Sorry. Um, And finally, Rhonda would like to know, what's your favorite food with peanut butter? Much like lasagna... I am not a big peanut butter eater, Uh, but a question was asked, and so I will answer it. Peanut butter does go good with apple slices, on celery, and on hamburgers and hot dogs. 
Um, I'm going to go with hamburger. And, as always, the crunchier the better. Don't knock it until you've tried it, by the way. Well, that's it for the questions. Much like my listenership, my number of questions seems to have taken a nosedive as well. But hey, I, I really do appreciate every single person that takes the time to download these episodes each and every week. This has been kind of a small dream of mine for a few years, and I'm finally here doing it. Please subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast player, where you can also rate and review. I also have a Facebook page called Josh a Podcast, and my Twitter handle is Josh a Podcast One. Please stop by and let me know what your favorite NES game is, um, or if there's any other topics that you want to discuss. Hell, just stop by and let me know if anybody's there. Unfortunately, it looks like 40 downloads is now a Herculean task, but if it ever happens, I'll record my podcast while eating a Sloppy Joe sandwich left-handed or while taking a relaxing bubble bath complete with bath salts, candles, and a cucumber mask. Please enjoy Thanksgiving. It is my favorite holiday of the year, so I will likely be 40 pounds heavier come episode 6. Thank you to my podcast sponsor, Rainbow Retail on Facebook, and short and sweet, we will see you all next week.